everyone, it's Sarah. And Kevin. And we don't have any intro music this week because we are covering a few movies to, you know, make up for our long, long absence. So we really couldn't do any intro music or trailers from any of these movies because it wouldn't be right to the other three movies, and fair is fair. That, and I don't think Kevin wants to splice together three different trailers into something kind of coherent. Four different trailers. Four, excuse me, four different trailers. Yeah, that's a pain in the butt. So, now you have us talking, and uh, we're just gonna, we're gonna whoosh us into the podcast through the magic of editing audio. So, uh, yeah, enjoy our episode. Yeah. Ciao. Bye. Alright, we're live. Alright. So, hi guys. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to CineTalk with Kevin. And Sarah. So, uh, we've been gone for, like, a while, haven't we? It's probably been almost two months, it's right? almost to the day. Yeah. So, what happened was, um, we had plans to do an episode while we went on vacation at the end of February, Maybe. early May. March. Or March, well. Give oh, it a gun. Um, but that just didn't work out. And then... Just life happened. Yeah, March was a little bit crazy for us, and uh, we never really got the chance to properly sit down and do another episode and, and talk about some movies. In, in our defense, end of February, March, not great movie months. Yeah, no, it was a pretty slow time for us. Yeah. So, like, like when we came back from LA, for instance, I got pretty sick, and uh, I was like, I was just like a mess. I wasn't no conditions to record. And then life stuff happened. Nothing crazy, but life happens. Yeah. So, all that doesn't matter now, because no. guess what? We're back! We're back, and we have four movies to talk about. We're gonna do four movies today. We're gonna break it down over about 10 to 15 minutes each movie. We were kind of a rapid fire, kind of... Kind of dealio. Yeah. Alright. Because they're all too spaced out and, and release time to really dedicate an entire episode to. Yeah, it's been, um, like, it's a little too late to talk about the first two movies, uh, because they came out in March. But we yeah. Never, we didn't, didn't have time to sit down and do an episode for them. So we'll just do it now. Yeah. So we're going to be covering, uh, Captain Marvel. Us. Uh, Shazam. And Pet Cemetery. And probably in that order. Well, actually, no, we're going to do, uh, we're going to switch Shazam yeah. and Pet Cemetery because we saw those the other way. But, uh, we're going to start with, uh, Captain Marvel. Sarah, lead us off on this one. Um, as I suspected, well, okay, first of all, I want to talk about how, like, it got a uh, user review bombed on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes, it did. Uh, Captain Which, Marvel got kind of shafted by its users because of some comments Brie Larson made to the media. Yeah. Which, she was in her right to make those comments, because yeah. that's, that's what she does. But the people did not take on to that. Okay, it wasn't the people. It was the white people. It, it wasn't the white people. It was white dudes. It was the white dude people that got very upset about it. Yeah. And uh, they're wrong to be upset. He, she didn't say anything too crazy, if I'm not mistaken. No. But I'm really glad to see that Rotten Tomatoes um, took action on that. Yeah. And now I don't think user reviews can go live until the premieres, right? I think it, I, I, don't, I don't quite remember what they did to user reviews. I, I know it's changed. Yeah, I remember, like, they, they can't come out simultaneously, like, when uh, Critic Reviews comes out. I believe so. Well, I mean, uh, like, any female-led movie, especially a superhero movie, will probably still be review-bombed regardless, but... Especially since it was 
among in the modern era the first. Yeah. Yeah. Like Well, no, second. Wonder it? Woman. Oh, okay, yeah, you're right. First from Marvel though. Yes. First from Marvel, but like second in the modern era. Um they uh they were gonna get review bombed regardless. Yeah. And like even even if the movie was bad, it was still cool to see a woman hero on screen. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, though, it wasn't bad. Yeah. It's actually pretty good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It definitely mind, reminded me of um, Phase 1 MCU. Yeah, it was definitely like an early MCU movie. But I like that because we haven't seen those in, in like a really long time because yeah. I think we stopped uh, like origin movies in Phase Two or late phase three? Well, Guardians was an Origins movie, but they didn't really treat it like an Origins movie. No, no. I mean, I'm talking like just like like a solo kind of deal. Like a one hero deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, phase two, phase two. Yeah. It was a uh, or the really beginning of phase three. Whatever yeah. Ant Man was. Yeah. Oh no, wait. No, there's a bunch of them because we had Doctor Strange. Oh yeah. Spider-Man, even though technically we all know who Spider-Man is. I don't count Spider-Man, because, like, they didn't treat like an origin story. Yeah. Uh, so Doctor Strange and Ant-Man, really. Yeah. Black Panther, not really, because we, we met him in Civil War. Yeah. So, they haven't really done origin stories, especially like this, in a, quite a while. Yeah. So, it's a good thing, it's good that they can remember how to do that, because yeah. they did it pretty well. And, obviously, the performances in this movie were going to be good. I love Brie Larson. I, she played a really good, like... Like, um, amnesia y kind of character in the sense that, like, she she thought she knew who she was. Or, I guess it's more about, like, an identity kind of thing. Like, yeah. Who you think you are versus who you actually are. Yeah, that whole movie is about identity. Yeah. Like, it's about who you think you are and who you're going to be. Mm-hmm. That's, like, the whole theme throughout it. And it worked very well, though. And I thought Brie Larson and Samuel L. Jackson had really great chemistry. Samuel L. Jackson is a treasure. He is. He is one of my favorite actors. Uh, even though he's like a, a bit of a parody of himself now. Yeah. He's a really good parody of himself. Listen, I don't care. Like He could continue to make hockey movies for the rest of his life. Hockey I th- movies? Hmm? Hockey? Like, hokey. 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 Okay. I mean, if you want to make a hockey movie, I'd be down to see that. It's Goon 3 with Samuel L. Jackson and, son- and Sean William Scott. Listen, I'd be okay with that. Um, but I feel like uh, Marvel, well, Disney Marvel, really hit the nail on the head casting him as Nick Fury. Nick Fury. They really did. They, uh, ever since, ever since they uh, reintroduced Nick Fury in the Ultimate Comics. Yeah. Back in the, in the early to mid-2000s, everyone on the internet was like, oh, hey, that's Samuel L. Jackson. Because he looks like Shaft. Yeah. He looks like Shaft from the movie 2000, Shaft. Speaking of which, cannot believe there's going to be a sequel to that. I can't either, and I'm glad they're doing that. I am too. I really want to go see it. But yeah, uh, back, back to Card Marvel, though. <clears throat> um, there's going to be... The, the the main complaint that people had, in my opinion at least, that she was too powerful. Mm-hmm. People like to complain that she was too powerful, or that she's going to be too powerful in... Avengers Endgame. I don't see that. I see a flawed hero there. I don't... What is... Okay. Okay. What is too powerful? It's because she's a woman. I know. I know. I know. But like that argument doesn't even make any sense. Because, like... Like... 
They're going up up against Thanos, who who just snapped and like killed a bunch of people. Like you want you want someone too powerful. Yeah, like like what's his face Thor, who is a god and is up until like Captain Marvel's introduced the strongest, the strongest Avenger. Avenger. Yeah, sorry Hulk, it ain't you. Um, sorry, Point Break. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> no, he's Point Break. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. um, it's it, just that. Like I totally understand. Like I understand. I know why they're saying she's like OP, but like I'm gonna I'm gonna humor these people for a moment and say they think she's too OP because it's a new character, new to the series that's not that that's not being like nerfed. Mm. So I get it. I I on a primitive level I understand, but there's a flaw in that character. You see it in the movie. Yeah. Identity not having full control of her power. Yeah. Like it. it the, the character is new. We haven't seen all the tricks that Marvel has with her yet. Well, I don't think she'll have that character flaw of, like, being, like, a new to power because it's going to be, like, 20-ish years after the fact. Yeah, she'll, like, now she'll have a different flaw. Yeah. They'll find one. Yeah. Because they always do. That's what writers do. They find a flaw. Yeah. Um, but... Listen. Listen. They've been playing at this whole thing for years now. The movie's gonna flow. It's not just gonna be Brie Larson comes in and, and attacks beats the shit out of Thanos, and that's the movie. The movie's three hours long. Listen, Thanos is gonna beat her ass. Yeah. Like, she he's not gonna kill her, but she is gonna get beat down. There's gonna be a bait and switch fight where we think this is the end all be all, and it ain't. And it's not. And Thanos like, Thanos has her on the ropes, yeah. and someone saves her. That's how it's gonna happen. And they have to regroup. Yeah. And that's fine. Uh, I, also, I also want to talk about Jude Law real quick. Oh. Good villain. A little bit of a cliche, if you ask me, to yeah. have him like as the ultimate bad guy who yeah. like who hid the truth from the hero. But I mean, if it's a cliche, at least you got a good actor performing that cliche. Yeah, and I mean, to be fair, it's it's hard to really like really really try stick to like their their inspiration from the comics and nerf his character. You know what I mean? Yeah. As far as like his like motivation and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean it was a great cast. Drew Law's in it, Gemma Chan's in it, she was great. Yeah. Really wish she didn't have to be blue, but whatever. Oh yeah, the, the blue Asian girl. Yeah. It's a thing. It's yeah. A, it's a sad, sad just let thing. her be just, Let her be. Just let her be <laughs> like uh, whatever. I understand. Whatever. What's in that? I, for, I forgot. Um, uh, uh, the guy who plays... Yeah, the Coulson? Other, yeah, Coulson's in uh, it. Clark Gregg is in there. Yeah. Um, nice little cameo at the at the post-credits with uh, Chris Evans and uh, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Don Cheadle, Mark Ruffalo. Nice little cameo at the end. Oh my god. They broke my heart with fucking the the Marvel intro. Oh my god, yes. Stanley. If we're gonna leave off on anything, the Stan Lee thing. Just, just heart-wrenching. Yeah. It's gonna be hard to... See his last cameo in yeah. um, Endgame, but I will say the cameo in uh, in Captain Marvel. Personally, oh my god, it was loved amazing. it. <laughs> uh, I am a, for better or worse, I'm a fan of Kevin Smith. I think he's I think he's great in spite of himself sometimes. Um, he's a great storyteller. He's regardless. a great. He's a, like he like say what you about him as a director. He's a great storyteller. And Mallrats is a funny movie in spite of itself. Again, yeah. Stan Lee's in Mallrats. His cameo is great in that. I also like to, I like I like the idea that Marvel's possibly a poison that we exist in the 
in the, the MC- view is key. In the MCU? Yes. Like, the world is real in the MCU. Yeah. And Kevin Smith exists in the MCU, which is like, do we really need that? <laughs> I mean, it could be a parallel, a parallel universe kind of deal. It could be. I'm down for a Kevin Smith cameo. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, make it happen. Yeah. Make it happen, Marvel. Alright, so that's Captain Marvel. Uh, overall, we liked it. Recommend watching. Buy it on Blu-ray. Yeah. Add it to your MCU collection. You're gonna need it. Yeah. Right. It's definitely fun. And, um... I think we we ended up going to the mall a couple... a couple Maybe a couple of weeks after that. And, like, there were, we passed the Disney store. And, and there was a bunch of, like, look, Captain Marvel stuff. A lot of costumes from Captain Marvel. Yeah. A lot of toys. A lot of everything. Yeah. And... It just made me very happy. Listen. Give the girls... A reason to dress up. Give him a hero to dress up as. And make sure it's not Black Widow. Yeah. Yeah. Because Black Widow shouldn't be the only one. Yeah. They should have options. And Captain Marvel's a great option. Alright. Transitioning out of that into a whole different genre. Whole different movie. Let's talk about Us. By Jordan Peele. I still, I want to go see it again sometime soon before it leaves theaters because... That is a, I need to rewatch it. That is a heavy movie right there. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's not like... Heavy in the sense of, like, a drama piece. It's, like, heavy in a... In a cerebral way. Yeah, it makes you really think. Yeah. And say what you want about Jordan Peele. I don't know if he has anything bad to say about him. But for a second, for his second feature-length film, Solo, he's crushing it. Yeah. I, I, I'll admit it that myself, I was skeptical going in. Not because the movie looked bad. It looked really good. But trailers are tricky like that. Sophomore slump. The sophomore slump is a, anyone. It's a real thing. A lot of artists that I like, a lot of directors, anything. The second thing they put out is kinda kinda dicey, yeah. usually. Usually. But this one, nah. He knocked it out the park again. If you saw it, which most of you probably already saw it. I would have to imagine by yeah. now. Because we're recording this on in April. Yeah. That movie came out mid March. Yeah. So people already saw it. And people, I'm sure they went in comparing this to Get Out. Mm-hmm. This is not Get Out. This no. is nothing even remotely close to Get Out. I think, too, the best thing Jordan Peele did was, while keeping, like, a thematic sense of, like, like the villain isn't an outside force, it's an internal force, keeping, like, kind of that, but kind of going more for a more traditional, like, slasher horror film. Yeah. Really was to his benefit because you can't, you can't compare Get Out and Us. Yeah. In terms of, like, shot for shot, like, oh, this is the same movie or it's a same, like, it's a, it's a sequel or anything like that. It's not even thematically the same. No. Like, we all know Get Out was a very well-made analogy for race. Mm-hmm. This, I don't know what this is an analogy for. I, I don't... Just, I, I'm assuming... So, of all the theories I've read, of all of, like, the breakdowns I've read of the movie, what I'm taking away from it is that, like, um, we're, like, kind of, I think America as a country is, like, self-cannibalizing, and the the good things that we did achieve with our country, whatever they may be to you, are just being, like, destroyed by just, like, the inherent badness of the country. Like... The badness of ourselves, the yeah. royal us. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There you go. Uh, yeah, I, I can see that. Or, or even just on a personal level, like, um, who you portray 
outwardly to everyone else, to your friends, to your family, to the world, Might does not, not be. reflect who you are on the inside. I can see that, too. I, I just know that it made me think, and any movie that really makes me think, yeah. beyond a surface level, is a winner in my book. Honestly, personally to me, the best movies that, are, like, that really have like that cerebral element to it are the ones that... I can't feel like, oh, this is what he's getting at. Yeah. Like, the fact that, like... Like, I still don't know. I, it's all conjecture to me. Yeah. The fact that I still... I've been thinking about it ever since we saw it. I still can't figure out exactly what it's about. But I... I on the surface level, I get it. On the deeper level, I don't. But the fact that I want to learn more about it. Mm-hmm. The fact that I want to rewatch it and watch it with a real careful eye mm-hmm. is... is, well, is a, a testament unto itself. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, too, is I, it's definitely one of those movies that... And kind of like Get Out too, you have to watch at least a second or a third time. Because the first time you're just like, it's like the anticipation of like, oh, what's going to happen? Where is this going? Can I figure, can I see the, 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 the turn around the corner kind of thing? Whereas like, I feel like this, the second time you watch it, you ha- you, you're not worried about where the plot goes and stuff like that. Because you, you know the basic foundation of it. So you want to see what you missed. Yeah, I want to see where he lays the groundwork and where he gives me the foreshadowing. Where he gives me the hint and the clue of like, oh, here's the bigger thing to come. Honestly. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o? Crushed it. Uh, Winston Duke? Crushed it. Oh my god, Winston Duke... Plays such a good dad. I want him to be my dad. He is a perfect dad in this role. Yeah. He cannot lose his accent. Yeah, that, like, his American accent needs some work. But, like... It's, just, it's serviceable. But, like, when he's, like, like really intense or like shouting or something like that, like, you can kind of hear him lose it a little bit. Yeah. But when he's on, he's on. Yeah. Uh, the kids, mm-hmm. great actors. Yeah. For kids, like, acting as a kid in a horror movie is really hard. And especially because they have no external force to act it act against they're just acting against themselves exactly so like it's difficult yeah but those kids nailed it uh i want to say especially the daughter actually um she was like the older one right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i think she did great the, the boy so. did great too but yeah. i think uh she did great displaying fear mm-hmm. and the boy did great uh displaying puzzlement their yeah. names escape us right now sorry yeah i forget yeah i know the two actors uh, Winston Duke and Lupita because I know from other things. Yeah. Uh, people, I heard people saying Lupita Nyong'o should be nominated for an o- for an Oscar. Uh, that'd be great. Ain't gonna happen though. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. Listen, if Tony Collette couldn't get nominated for Hereditary, which for the record I didn't see, but I heard a lot about, and if everybody who I honestly everybody who I heard from said that she should be nominated for an for an Oscar, and that's all well and good, but we have to recognize that the Academy. Doesn't don't, recognize horror films. They don't recognize horror films. Even though these horror movies like Get Out or Hereditary, now Us, they're seen as, quote, elevated horror. Oh which my is, god. Which, which is bullshit, because horror is a great genre in and of itself. When it's silly, when it's serious, when it's elevated, whatever that means, it's a great genre. To me, elevated horror to me is just like... Bougie. Yeah, people just don't want to admit that they like a horror film. Because they, they, people classify horror... With like it's campy. They they classify it with campiness of the eighties, like Friday the Thirteenth, and like those like uh, like just like slasher films. The B level like slasher film. Yeah, it ain't like that. No. One of the greatest movies ever. Not horror movies. One of the best movies ever. Two of them are horror movies: The Exorcist and The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and they're terrifying. They're. Ter- I refuse to watch either of them. They are horrifying movies. Listen, listen. Of all the stories I've heard about fucking The Exorcist. 
The one that scares me the most is when it premiered in Italy and the fucking, like, church across the street from the theater got struck by lightning. I'm, I'm good. Did that, did that really happen? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I'm good. I don't want any parts of it. it like, I'm not... You're not religious. I'm not religious, and therefore, like, I shouldn't really have a particular feeling towards, like, possession or, or demons and stuff like that, but those are the scariest fucking movies to me. Yeah. They scare me. I, I there's, there's basis for it. That, and I, was, I also grew up Roman Catholic. Yeah, there you go. So there you go. The Catholic guilt rears its head. Yeah. Um, but, um, but the point but the point is that us is not elevated horror. It's just, it's just horror. It's just horror. It's not even really horror if you really watch it. It's more of a suspense. Yeah. It makes you think. It's cerebral. It's a fantastic movie. And I can't believe the guy from Mad TV directed it. I'll never understand that. The guy from Mad TV. You mean the guys who do who do Obama and his translator? Obama and his anger translator. Uh, the guys who do A-A-Ron. Oh, my God. Like, he didn't do, like, he's one of those guys. I can't believe he's directing horror movies now. Yeah. And not only that, I can't believe they're very good. I'm, I'm not saying he's not talented. It's just like, of all the guys, you wouldn't think it's him. Yeah. I don't even know who you would think. Uh, I don't know. Just, no. Listen, I, like, I I love Jordan Peele, and I love uh, Keegan-Michael Key. Did I, not expect this to come from Jordan Peele at all, but I'm so happy it did. I'm just waiting to see what Keegan does, because I know he has something. Yeah. Hey, he's still very funny. I want to see him do some drama roles because mm-hmm. that's the natural progression for any comedian yeah. to do drama roles that you're not suited for. <laughs> I think too is I really like seeing um, a person of color, especially a black man, getting like all these accolades for some for a genre that typically does not celebrate people of color in general. Ooh, dude. So, like... It's crazy. And also, I just want to add on that people are upset at Jordan Peele for saying he doesn't want to hire white dudes for his movies. Yeah. To that I say, rock on, Jordan. Just keep <laughs> doing your thing. Because, God help us, we've seen too many white guys in movies. Yeah. And I know the kids white guys. They're fine. Just, we need some more people of color in, in starring roles. That's all I'm saying. Alright, so that was... Uh, you think that's it for us? Um... That, and I distinctly remember when I first saw a trailer for um, us, I was really worried I was not going to be comfortable with my bunny, but it turns out it was fine. Yeah, yeah. Thank, uh, thankfully, our bunny is not an evil bunny or a creepy bunny. Oh, no, okay. One more thing. Fuck you, Jordan Peele, for putting audio of, like, dying rabbits in that movie, because it's a horrible sound. He did? Yeah. Where? It was, um... One of the scenes when young uh, Adelaide was walking in, or maybe her count, her tethered part counterpart Red was walking down the tunnels mm. when they're eating. She remember in the story like she has to eat the like animals raw and stuff. Like oh, that. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember so, now. Fuck you, Jordan Peele. It's a terrible sound. Yeah, not cool, man. Yeah, but uh, also keep doing, keep making great movies. Yeah, we love you. We love you on this end. Yeah, and everyone loves you. Keep doing great. Who's great? All right. <laughs> Now, on to the next one. Uh, we're going to stick in the world of horror. We're going to go into an adaptation of sorts. I don't want to call it a remake because you're just readapting a book. Pet Cemetery, the latest readaptation of a Stephen King novel. We saw this one yesterday? Yeah. Yeah, we saw it yesterday. Um, well, okay. Let's, okay. let's, okay. So, of the four movies we're doing today... 
This one is the most disappointing. I okay. In the movie's defense, or maybe this is what they were expecting to draw people in. I think because of how good it is. Yeah, the movie it. Yeah. Not just an not it. not the royal it, I guess. <laughs> um I kind of thought it was going to be on that same level. Yeah. It was not. Now, it's I'm willing to blame the trailer for being a very good trailer. Oh, that trailer was cut fantastically. Yeah, they made it. They the, the way they edited the audio and the clips together is just like it looked terrifying. Yeah. And when I say disappointing, I don't want to say it's bad. Because this movie was not bad. No, it is. It's okay. Like, no, I think just, like, on a surface level, it's a good horror movie. Yeah. It's got, like, it's got good tension, not an aggressive amount of jump scares. Not the most bloody movie. It's more, no. it's more like, mental horror than it is, like, you see it horror. Yeah. If that makes sense. But... There were things in that movie that brought it down. Yeah. And some of it... Okay, so... Well, okay, the biggest one to me is the ending. The, really? The ending is the worst part to you? Yeah, okay, so it's ending, it's just like... Um, it just ends. Yeah, okay. Like, it just is very in, abrupt. In the sense of that it's very sudden, yeah. yes. I don't have a problem with the ending itself, but no, the, no, the no. suddenness of it is what the problem was. No, because I feel like this movie was paced out really well, and like... You, you got a good kind of lore going for the movie, but... That come down. It just, it just, like, ramped up and then just fell off a cliff. Yeah, like, it, like, it was, accel- like, let's say you're in a car, this movie's a car, it's a car accelerating towards the cliff, but falling off the cliff and not really, like, jumping off, more or less, like, falling down. And it's not like it fell down bad, just, like, it, it just happened so fast. Yeah. Like, the build-up, the movie was basically in about... 45 minutes to an hour of build-up. Yeah. And then, boom. Just, like, a lot of things happen very fast to, like, uh, finish the movie. But, other than that, okay, so the performances, they were good. Um, I forget the, I forget all the actors' names. None that I really knew. I think Jason Clark was his name. For who? The, the dad. dad. Yeah. Maybe. I think Jason Clark is his name. The one really big takeaway, acting wise, that little girl was really the, the good. little girl's good. Oh, and John Lithgow. John Lithgow, fantastic. Yeah, he, as always. Yeah, he is a very underrated actor. He can do it all. I don't think he's underrated. I feel like I feel like his film roles are underrated because he does a lot. He does a lot of theater. He does theater still. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I I don't know his work too well in the theater world. I see him in roles here and there on, like, mm-hmm. film and TV, but... Always great. Always great. Always, always great. And this is no different. Yeah. He played a an old man who was sweet and not too creepy. Mm-hmm. He was not a bad guy. He was a, he was a good-intentioned man, and he got killed for it. Yeah. Like, every Stephen King story <laughs> ever, and a well-intentioned old man who means well and wants to help the protagonist gets killed. Every single time. If there's an old man in the Stephen King story, he's going to die. It's like one of those things he does. But, uh, it just, the pacing was off. Um, that, that, that's really what the problem was. The, the big problem was the pacing, but there's also some, some, some storylines in the movie, they don't really pay off. No, okay, so, 
I was talking to Cam about this. Um, I guess it was the last night on our drive back from the theater. Yeah. Um, there's a part where John Lithgow is talking about like the um, uh, the native tribes who used, I guess used to live in the area, but then like skid out because they're like this place is bad. We want no parts of it. <clears throat> and like how like um, in indigenous culture, uh, the Wendigo. Wendigo? Wendigo? Wendigo. One of those. I want to call it Winnebago so badly sometimes, and I'm like, that's incorrect on many levels. But they're talking about how, like, uh, something that seems like just kind of like a folkloric myth to us, like, they perceive to be real. And I don't know if maybe that was just a story red herring to be like, oh no, that's what's back there, not. Not supernatural forces. Yeah, not like, well, I mean, I guess that's a supernatural force, but no, it's not like your dead cat's gonna come back alive kind of thing. Like, I, I don't know, like, to me it didn't make any sense because that's not what church turns into. That's not what the little girl turns into. It just doesn't make any sense to me why they put it out there. Unless it was just supposed to be a red herring kind of thing. Yeah. I, or to, or to uh, 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 a loose end that they never tied off. I think it's more that. Mm-hmm. And there's also um, one of the, the, the mother. Oh, yeah. I think her name's Rachel. Yes. Okay, so Rachel, uh, the actress, the actress name escapes me right now, but her story, her as a child that she had a sister, and her sister died while Rachel was taking care of her. Yeah. And she died in like an accident, because her um, the, the whole story is kind of convoluted, like, because like her like, her sister her, her sister was like like bedridden, ill and bedridden and like a, like a spinal disease. Yeah, and like. She's like a little like eight year old girl, like and her parents left them alone for some reason. Yeah. And like, so she was supposed to give her sister her dinner or something, but like she was too freaked out because obviously like going upstairs seeing that is like not great yeah. for a child or anybody. So like instead of like bringing it up, like she used like a dumb dumb waiter and she falls down the shaft and blah blah. That's it. Dies basically. Yeah. Her sister dies. Yeah. Under her care, and throughout the movie you see. Like, these weird, like, images, these weird, like, kind of vision, flashbacks. flashbacks and visions of Rachel seeing her sister, like, in, like, the modern day. Except, there's nothing to it. Like, the the sister doesn't play into the actual story at all. It's just these weird, like, visions. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand the point of that. There, it, there was no point of it, to me. Mm. Um, it just didn't make sense to really have that in the movie. It was just kind of like a weird red herring that didn't really need to be there. I think it was just um, spooks for the sake of spooks. Yeah, I think so, but like that's the worst kind of thing. Yeah. Um, there was a nice little nod to the It movie, though. Yeah, the, uh, a lot of odd, a lot of little nods to Maine in general. Yeah. Like a Maine sweatshirt, a sign that says Derry, which is where the town uh, is in It. Derry, yeah. It takes place in Derry, Maine. A sign that says Derry's like 20 miles away. It, it was nice little nods. Mm-hmm. And it makes me, it makes, it made Sarah mention this last night, that she would have liked a Stephen King universe of sorts. Well, yeah, because they keep making uh, these new adaptations, because it started first with Dark Tower, and then we had the two It movies, and now Pet Cemetery. and I would really just wish that it all, they, they treated, they, they gave it the MCU treatment. In that it was either directed by the same director, or same like rota- rotating um, directors, directors, and it had like uh, a dedicated um, 
like uh, writing team and stuff like that yeah. because I feel like all these movies could be really great. They could. They could the, all be on the same level of it. His like his books are known to take place in one universe. Yeah. Well, except for the Dark Tower, but like the ones like uh like the like the ones that are like more set in like real life. Like Pet Cemetery. Yeah. And um, even um. Is it Christine? Christine, Cujo, It, The Shining, uh. Some of the more modern ones too, like he has a book called Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three. That like, yeah, that, yeah. that show that's on Hulu, yeah, yeah, yeah. based on the book, takes place in the same universe as the books. because yeah. there's a reference to it in the book. Mm. So it's one of it's like the material's there to make a Stephen King universe. I think it would be great because, quite frankly, he <laughs> cocaine is a hell of a drug, but it made him a fantastic writer and just some of the weirdest most scariest shit i remember yeah and watching this makes me want another Stephen king adaptation so why don't we get uh christine remake mm. oh. um we get a, a christine remake or a cujo remake or something yeah is there anything else like in the another book he could do that'd be cool honestly I would kind of like a new Shining remake. No, uh-uh, no, yes. don't don't touch the Shining. Yes. Don't touch the Shining. Don't need the Shining remake. There's one movie. It's already perfect. They already did. They did. They did remake the Shining for TV. No, I want a movie. But why? I just I'm curious. I'm curious because no. like no because like okay, my thing is as great as a movie as the Shining is. Sam Kubrick was an asshole. Shelley Duvall? Yeah. And left her with, like, permanent emotional issues. Yeah. So, to me, that movie's tainted. Because, it, like, because like her horror is real. Yeah. It's not he, acting. It's real. He terrorized her. That's very well and good, and it's very fair. And Shelley Duvall deserved better. Do not mistake my insistence on not wanting a Shining remake for that. Shelley Duvall deserved so much better. I'm just saying, like, the movie itself is made very well and it's it, it it's just like i can't see a director doing the shining justice i i just can't well because okay what's well, the problem is you're you're making it live up to the movie and not to the book okay that's fair because the movie shining is not a one-to-one adaptation of the book yeah. either but i i just who can even do that role justice though who can do the jack torrance justice i don't know i'm just saying i would like to see someone try it might not be as good. I, I can free, freely admit that. But you can't be make remaking all these, like, other not stories. lesser Stephen no, King no, no. stories. Call them, call them what they are. They're lesser. The Shining is, like, his probably most iconic work, besides The Dark Tower. Yeah. And you can't be making all these and not consider The Shining. Yeah, that's fair. I, I see that, then. I think, okay, if they're going to do The Shining... They just gotta get the right director for it. Yeah. If they get the right director, they can cast whoever they want. I can't. I cannot say who can do it though. I can't. I, you, I couldn't say. No, yeah. there's no director that would be perfect for it, unless they, unless they announce one. And I was like, oh well, that's perfect for it. But they're not gonna get David Fincher for that. Like <laughs> mm. they're not gonna get like uh, they gotta get somebody who's unknown to do that movie. Maybe, but. Uh, it's a big undertaking. It's a huge undertaking. 
don't think I'll, I'll, okay. I freely admit it's never gonna happen, but I would like to see someone try. I, I'm not gonna say never because they're remaking everything. Yeah. They're doing they're doing Scarface again. What? Yeah, they're remaking Scarface, so like anything can happen. I mean, not that, not that Scarface is a horror movie. I'm just saying like, there's movies in the '80s that shouldn't be touched. I guess Scarface is one of them. Should have left that shit in the '80s. Uh, I mean, well, clearly no one does because they're still fucking like twenty year old like Italian dudes with. Scarface posters. He's not even, which he's not I even don't Italian. Get because he's not. Is it because Al Pacino's Italian? Is that why? Yes. Okay. It's because Al Pacino's Italian. And but he's not. Like, Tony Montana is not even remotely Italian. Is he? Cuban? Yeah, he's a he's a political prisoner from Cuba. I know the movie pretty well. Okay. Uh, um, yeah, I guess I I guess. Sorry, we have a big shining tangent. Uh, Pet Cemetery. Check it out. It was okay. Yeah, it was good. I, I say rent it. Rent it, it's, or it's a good like um five dollar movie day, movie you know. Yeah, watch it on Tuesday. Yeah. I it's not something that like you need to go run out and see, but it was good. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, yeah. So that's that's uh, Pet Cemetery. Sorry. All right, and the last one. This is the one that's most fresh in our minds because we just came back like like an hour or so ago from watching it. Uh, Shazam. 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 Uh, wow. That was way better than that any right being. Yeah, okay, so the trailer made it look really good. I was still really skeptical because, um, I just... It's a DC movie. Yeah. Like, I don't want to say that's the reason why, but that's the reason no, why. No, we can say it's the reason why. Listen, we can all freely admit that DC has shit the bed mm. on these MCU I'm sorry MCU wow in comparison to the MCU yeah they got a wrong start they they kind of fumbled out the gate and it's been hard for them to recover I still contest this because they try to mimic um, Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight they went a little too dark for their own good yeah like, and I understand it's like well if this worked why wouldn't this work well no I yeah that makes sense and like like in the first iteration of like the MCU they were very like self-serious but, like, they got better, and they add humor and levity to their movies, and that's what really makes them good. Yeah, exactly. Like, Marvel did not... Like, don't get it twisted. Marvel wasn't perfect from the jump. Yeah. Iron Man was great, but Hulk was kind of okay. Yeah. And Thor was... Like, the first... The first two Thor movies are terrible. The first more Thor movies are bad. The first Captain America is nothing crazy. I like it, but it's nothing that good. Is that Winter Soldier? No, that's the second first... one. Winter Soldier is incredible. Captain America is the first Avenger. That's yeah, just does a that's... subtitle for that. Right? Yeah, that's the first... Uh, that's, that's all Phase 1. Yeah, yeah. Phase 1 is not that great, but it was fine. DC, on the other hand, they haven't been able to get a good grasp on things up until recently. Yeah. Like, all, like where DC started to turn around, to me, was Wonder Woman, which... But was... wasn't Justice League in between that? Between Wonder Woman and Aquaman? Yeah, but they were shot that at the same time. Oh, okay. Like, Justice League and Wonder Woman were shot around the same time. They okay. came out the same year. Yeah. So, Wonder Woman was a good starting point. Mm -hmm. Like, if you were to see it as, like, a like a line graph, it would be, like, starting down from Man of Steel and Batman and Suicide Squad, then trending upward for Wonder Woman, trending back down from Justice League, and now it's slowly ascending again after Aquaman and now Shazam. Shazam, to me, is of the the solo movies of MC, of the DC universe so mm -hmm. far. That's the best one. 
Oh, yeah. Like, the best one so far. Yeah. Because it has... It, it, it doesn't take itself too seriously. No. It's got great humor. There's a color palette to it. That's the biggest thing. It has color. Red is prevalent. <laughs> Blue is pre- prevalent. Yellow. The, the, it's bright. It's a bright movie. Yeah. Um, the cast is great. Zachary Levy is a great oh, Shazam. Great. The kid who played Billy Batson, he was fine. Yeah. He's annoying, but he's, you know, 13, 14. He's supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, his friend, his, his brother, who's... What's his name? Freddy? Freddy. His name was Freddy. He was played by uh, one of the kids from It. Mm-hmm. I forget his real name. I'm not the best at names. That's okay. It's hard, like, it's hard to remember some names. I will freely admit that. But he was good. <clears throat> His whole, like, foster family. Oh, that was great. They were great. Like, they all played a very specific role. They were all pretty funny. Mm-hmm. They, they all got their lines, but it was never overdone or too annoying or anything like or that. Kind of, or cheesy or anything like that. Exactly. Um, the villain was played by Mark Strong. Knock off Stanley Tucci. Yes. He was fine. He didn't need to be anything crazy. No. But they gave him a good origin. They did. And I feel like he had very a very simple motivation. Yeah. But it worked. And, like, it, it's something that, like, you can definitely see um, carrying him, like, from, like, when it started when he was, like, a kid through adulthood. Yeah. To finding, like, why the whole reason why Shazam, the wizard, did not allow him. To be to get the powers. Yeah. Also, shout out to uh, Jimon Ansu. Yeah, right. Because he's in an MCU and DC movie. He's one of the he's one of the few. Yeah, he needed. They should have given him better hair for that, but they should have. It, it looked not great, but the reason why I don't know these characters' names uh, for for Shazam is because Shazam is a very old hero. Yeah, like he's a very old hero, but he's also not the well most well known hero. No. His whole his whole deal has been like in legal I, battles and everything. I literally had no idea who he was until I heard about this movie. Yeah, like. I knew of Shazam, I just, I didn't know too much about him. I just knew that he was kind of like Superman, but not really. Okay. You know what DC did? They gave Shazam the Guardians of the Galaxy treatment. They did. They dug up some lesser known characters and gave them a nice, bright, light-ish movie. Made it funny. Made it funny. How the cast had a lot of good charisma and worked really well with each other, and it's going to be successful. Yeah, I'm all for another Shazam movie. Uh, I don't really have much complaints about Shazam. I like because it. it was this. It I was a good like, time. I also like that they po- they posit that uh, Philadelphia is in the DCEU. Exactly. It's uh, you know, it's between Metropolis and Gotham. Gotham. Where is Metropolis supposed to be? New York City. No, Gotham's been New York City. No. Uh, uh, Gotham's been Chicago? I just knew... I always thought uh, Metropolis was in New York City. I always thought uh, Gotham was New York City. Oh. But, uh, but that's just because, like, New York... It's dark and gritty. Well, not even that. But <laughs> people have called New York Gotham before. Like, like mm. a nickname of sorts. So, I always... That's how I always saw it. Uh, I'm gonna look this up, so, you know, vamp. <laughs> Do your vamp, thing. Vamp, 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 um, vamp. Jesus, man. <laughs> um, um, well, regardless, I, I like the fact that Philly is... Philly's in the DCEU. Yeah. Um, which then, by tangential properties, so is the, um, 
uh, Unbreakable series. Yes. They're also in the DCU. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Um, okay, so I just looked it up. Yeah. Here's a very big cop-out answer. Yeah. This is by Frank Miller of yeah. Comics Fame. Metropolis is New York City in the daytime, and Gotham is New York City at night. <laughs> sure. Yeah, and also apparently New York City exists in the DCU. Or, like or, or, or DC Comics as its own place. Oh. So that's confusing. Sure, why not? I mean... It's America, whatever. Whatever. If Kansas can exist, why can't New York City exist? That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Fair. Yeah. Oh my god. But, yeah. Um, I would say Shazam... Something that was interesting to me is how it's connected and disconnected from the other DC movies. Yeah, because the Guardians... No, but like it's really disconnected at the same time. Because mm-hmm. the Guardians, it's in its own place. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with the rest of the MCU, at least at first. Because it's in space. Shazam is in the United States. And there's references to Batman mm-hmm. and Superman. But they are just references. Like, they don't even talk about what happened with them or yeah. anything. They don't even... I also find it interesting that, like, it's not time-specific. Yeah. So, I, like, we don't know, like... If it's after Justice League yeah. or before Justice League, you just don't Step know. Wolf. Step, oh god! <laughs> like you don't even know where it is in that DCEU. Yeah, which is good. It it makes it it makes it feel like its own thing. I I think yeah I think it I think it helps rewrite the DCEU as far as kind of like, well maybe that stuff was in the past and the present is the true present of Shazam and forward. Yeah. Plus, I mean, we're gonna see where it's where it goes next. Yeah. Cause who knows? They, DC's a mess right now. Still, even though they're on an upward trend, their universe is a bit of a mess right now. Yeah. You got um. Is that he, Flash movie still coming out? They, I don't know. No one like Ezra Miller's trying to get his name in that, but he might just be kicked to the curb, mm-hmm. which I'm okay with, cause we need a better Flash. Yeah. Nothing against Ezra, but he could. There are better people out there to play Flash. Yeah. Uh, so you got that coming. And then you have, um, all the Batman and Batman-adjacent movies that are supposed to be coming. Yeah. You get the, the Batman movie, Solo, it's coming out maybe next year, 2021 maybe. Then you got is that, the, that's not Affleck, is it? No, ba- Affleck's done. Yeah, that's what I thought. Then you got the Joker movies, which, of which there's like two. There's oh, one three. with, I don't, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I know the one with Joaquin Phoenix. And there's supposed to be another one with Jared Leto. Oh, that okay, might that's have got, got canned. I hope so. But I'm not sure. If there's a god, it got canned. Yeah. Then there's the Birds of Prey movie. Oh, yeah. Which is like with Harley Quinn and co. And then... Uh, it has like that really long-ass title. It does. It, it, I heard it looks good, though. Yeah. But I, I just... Listen, Harley Quinn was one of the good things about... And the Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. Which yeah. there's another one coming under that, too. Which, apparently, is not a remake. It it's is, a sequel. Yeah. But it's... And Idris Elba is no longer playing Headshot, or never was playing Headshot, perhaps. Deadshot. Deadshot, whatever. Headshot. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, like, it's it just, like, it's confusing to see where DC's going. Yeah. Because then you also have, on the docket, Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah. And then you eventually are going to have an Aquaman sequel, because yeah. then we sold, like, Gangbusters, and it was pretty good. Yeah. So, who knows what DC's doing right now? Maybe they're just doing their own thing, and that's... Maybe they're just doing their own DC thing. And if that's the case, that's also fine. I mean... Maybe it's to their benefit that maybe they're just 
it's just like there is a, a greater DC universe and they're all all these movies are connected, but it's not leading to a, a larger like Infinity War Endgame kind of thing. Uh, it maybe it's better off that way. Yeah. That being said, I would have loved to see a Crisis movie. Mm. I will. I would have killed to see like. The actor who will play Superman, because I don't know who's playing Superman now. Oh yeah, we should talk about that. Yeah. Uh, I would love to see Superman punch a hole through... Sorry, Superboy Prime actually did that. Punch a hole through the The universe, universe. rebooting it. It sounds insane, but it's cool. Um, Wait, we'll talk about what though? The ending? Oh, she's Am. Oh yeah. Oh my god, that's... Okay, so... Spoiler, Shazam shows up at a cafeteria... To help his uh, brother impress the school. And he also shows up with Superman. Except it's just a guy in a Superman <laughs> costume because you can't see his head. You can't see his face. It's literally from the neck down Superman. Because they don't have anybody who plays Superman right now. That guy is. That guy. Whoever that may be. And sure ain't Henry Cavill, that's for sure. <laughs> they lost out on a literally the perfect face to play Superman. Yeah. Like, I don't know about his acting chops, because they're alright, but the perfect specimen to play Superman yeah. is not playing Superman anymore. Now he's doing Netflix shows that are not even out yet. Can't wait for The Witcher. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than that, though, Shazam was pretty good. Yeah, I, 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 I enjoyed it quite a bit. Go see it. Yeah. Um, it definitely has some markings of an origin story, but it's good. It's fine, though. Yeah. Uh, it's... I guess well, I would love it if DC did more stuff like stuff like this. Just more more fun movies. Yeah, because like I don't know, just all the other movies except for Aquaman just felt like a drag. Yeah, like a huge just bummer gray drag. Yeah, Wonder Woman. I really hope is not a drag. I really hope it's the, gonna be a drag because Gal Gadot can't act. She really can't. Um. Gal Gadot can't act, and, uh, she's, she, she, she's, that's all I got, she can't act, but, it's well, got she's a got good, the Wonder Woman look, she just can't act. Um, it, it's just like, I don't even know what I'm trying to say, uh, she can't, uh, Wonder Woman can't act, sorry, Gal Gadot can't act, but she has the look of Wonder Woman, but she has a great supporting cast behind her. Yeah. To elevate that movie. Chris Pine? Whoa, whoa. That's, my voice is cracked. Chris Pine. We all get that way about Chris Pine. It's okay. Yeah, he is a, he's a very pretty boy. He is. Pretty man. Um, and he also, ha- he also has a Kristen Wiig. Oh, yeah, that's she's playing, right. She's playing Cheetah, which is interesting because she's a comedic actress. Wait, I thought Chris, didn't Chris Pine die in the... He did. In the movie. Yes. <laughs> in the movie he died. Yeah. Um. So, wait, how's he in 1984? No one knows. Okay. It's it's either he survived or it's a mind thing, which is more likely. Mm, yeah. I'm hoping it's good. That's all I can say. Yeah. I'll be there to watch. I will say this about Wonder Woman. Uh, her theme song from the last movie was sick. awesome. That, that score was great, and that scene in the uh, in the trenches. Oh my god, mm-hmm. incredible! But huh? No. What are you doing? I don't know. But yeah, okay. That's a that's the four. Those are the four movies we want to talk about. Uh, we will be back with more in the coming weeks, of course. What's next? Uh, Hellboy. Is that next week? That is next week. Uh, yeah, we'll see Hellboy. 
And then after that end game. Nope, that's another week after the next week. We don't know what's coming on April 19th, but we'll find something. Yeah. Yeah. Now we'll be back in the full swing of things. Yeah. And next time we'll give you a better episode with a lot more analysis on one movie. Because <laughs> there's a lot of things we could have talked about about all these movies, but we didn't want to split it up into four episodes. That's a lot of combat. Oh. Oh. Um, unrelated to this, really can't wait for the new Godzilla movie to come out. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's talk about that real, real quick. Um... Clara the, Eyes, you can't lose? Yes. Uh, <laughs> that movie had a very... So we saw Shazam and IMAX, and there was a very ex- extended preview of the new Godzilla movie in the IMAX screening, mm-hmm. and it looks incredible. It looks incredibly over the top, but incredible. Oh, yeah, it's, it's going to be super over the top, but I really love the original... Uh, well, uh, you know, the newest Godzilla movie prior to this. Yeah. It, like, you, you really like that one? Yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I didn't love it, but I liked it. It, it was very, um, it needed more Godzilla, quite yeah. frankly. Um, but, like, for me, like, the last Godzilla movie I remember is the one with fucking, what's um, Matthew Broderick? Yes. Yeah, 98 Godzilla? Yeah. So, anything from better than that is pretty good to me. Yeah, that's fair. That's very fair. Yeah. It's, um, it's a, it's a low, low bar. bar. Yeah. yeah, as you say. Yeah. It looks good. It does. It does. Yeah, it's good. It interesting cast. Yeah, it's got a great cast. Yeah. Uh, it's got my boy Charles Dance in it. Yeah. Tywin Lannister himself. Got uh, Kyle Chandler. Yeah. Got Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. Got Ice Cube's son, son O'Shea Jackson Jr. Where was he? He's the soldier. Oh, is that him? Yeah. Hmm. It's got the guy from, um, what's that show on HBO? Uh, the one about the uh, nerds. Silicon Valley. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it has one of the guys from that. I forget his name. Um, and also has Ken Watanabe. Yeah. Who's criminally underutilized as an actor. Yeah. Also, it's, another movie that I'm kind of excited for is Dark Phoenix. I don't have high hopes for it, but... Yeah, I don't... Dark Phoenix. I don't know. I didn't see Apocalypse. It was bad. I saw... The last one I saw of the X-Men was uh, Day of the Future Past. That and was great. Logan, but that doesn't count. Um, Logan doesn't count. No. But I just don't know what's going to happen with this one. Well, hopefully, I mean, again, low bar, but anything will be better than Apocalypse. Was it really that bad? Yeah. Is it because of Psylocke? No. Is that part of it, though? It doesn't help? I mean, she was fine. I heard you could have done more. I mean, you can only do so much that the writers give you. That's fair. That's sadly fair. Um, it was really upsetting because, um, oh my god, Oscar Isaac played Apocalypse. He did. He looked stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. It's a shame. Yeah. But yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah, what can you do? Um, you know. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been an honor to be back. Sure. You know, it's only been like two months. It's not It's not like our royal duty, but like, I, like do- <laughs> I like doing this. I do too. <laughs> yeah, you know, whatever. It's been fun being back. Yes. And expect to hear from us a lot more of it soon. As always, this has been CineTalk with Kevin. And Sarah. And we hope to hear from you from you soon. Uh, like, comment, and subscribe. That's YouTube. Um, <laughs> rate us five star on iTunes if you want. Don't really... Apparently that rate helps. Rate and review? Rate and review apparently helps. It? Share the podcast. We want more We want more listeners, especially since we're going to be back now. Yeah. Yeah. Your clicks help us. And we don't help you, but we give our opinions, and apparently some of you like that. <laughs> we get used to your workday, probably, maybe. Exactly. We are a solid 
45 minutes to an hour in your workday. And we hope you appreciate that. And we appreciate you. We appreciate it. Alright, so, uh, yeah. Bye, everybody. Bye. Yeah, that wasn't very graceful. But later. Say bye again. <laughs>